This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host, Vanessa, and it's really great to have you back in the studio with us. So today I'm going to talk all about Rap Plan. Now, if you've been following Fighting Stigma Show, you're like, oh, Vanessa, Rap Plan again. And it's like, yeah, come on, guys, this is a really good time to do it. We're coming into winter. I don't know about you, but the Waikato is getting a little bit colder, and then it got warmer, and then it got colder, and now it's got really wet, and I'm just like, ugh. It is a really, really good time, if you have done a rap plan before, to get in there, have a shake-up, see if there's anything you need to change, anything you need to add coming into the cold winter months. And if you've never done a rap plan before, buckle in. This is going to be a great show. There's so much great stuff that you can get out of having a rap plan, a well-being recovery action plan, that it's one of the things that I just love and I use constantly in my own well-being. So it'd be really good to be able to share it and give you some ideas about how to kind of integrate it into your life and see if it's going to be something that will make a difference for you. Before I get into all of that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoro and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details uh, for Progress to Health. I do play that ad again at the end of the show. So stick around, grab a pen and paper, and you'll be able to grab all of those details for Progress to Health. So you can give us a call if you think, hey, something about that, that sounds really good for whether yourself or someone else you know. So as I said, talking about RAP plan. So RAP, W-R-A-P, Wellbeing Recovery Action Plan. Now, 
I have a tendency, I'm one of those people that calls it a wrap plan. Uh, so I'm saying the word plan twice effectively. But um, it's just because if people don't know what wrap is and they don't know the P already stands for plan, saying wrap plan, people kind of start understanding that you're making a plan. Maybe it's about your mental health. Maybe it's about your emotional health, like looking after yourself. And it kind of starts making a bit more sense. Once they know that... Um, the P starts with plan. You can just say, I'm doing a well-being plan or I'm doing a wrap and they know what's going on. So wrap plan originally started by, was created by Mary Ellen Copeland and she was really successful and she became quite unwell. And it was back in the day where she, I mean, it's not so back in the day now, but a lot of the things that were going on, she was told to sit down, be quiet, and do what she was told. And it was all around taking medication, go to therapy, and just do what the doctors and nurses tell her to do. And she was like, hey, I'm really smart. I'm really, I've been really successful in my life. I know me, and I know my life. I know what's important to me and what can make a really big difference. Why can I not have input in this process? And that was not how it was done. And so she was like, hey, this is not okay. I'm going to make a tool that we can actually use to actually speak up for ourselves, to be able to use it for our own well-being when we're becoming unwell, when we are well, unwell, or when we're well and we know we want need to keep doing stuff to stay there. And so she created the Wellbeing Recovery Action Plan. And it's literally as it says, it's a recovery and an action plan. Like it's all about what do you need to do to stay well? Now, I really love the well rep plan because I use it every single day. I don't really write one down anymore. <laughs> I've got to the point where it's all in my head and I just, I do it. Because if I don't, I become unwell. Because it's actually, there's a series of things that you know, when you know for yourself that, hey, if I do these things, it looks I look after myself and I do really well, that can make the biggest, biggest difference. Now, I always break down the rep plan into about six sections. So the first one is what you're like when you're well. So your well-being. So what this is like your usual or your regular, like what kind of your average, you know, if everything's going okay and life's trucking along, it may not be the best day of your life, but it's definitely not the worst, right? What are you like? And you talk about what that is for you. And that way it gives you an idea of what you're aiming for. And it gives also, if you share the plan with other people, they know what your normal is. Like, they know what your regular is. They don't go, hey, Vanessa's talking really fast and she's talking really excitedly. She's obviously becoming unwell. Whereas if I've got on my rap plan, if I'm talking about the new Star Wars movie or I'm talking about any Marvel movies, I'm going to be excited and I'm going to talk fast. And I'm going to fling my hands around. And it's just in there. And everyone knows that is how I am. And they don't think something's going wrong. But it also gives you goalposts, so you know. You know what you're aiming for. You can recognize what you're looking for. So one of the things I always give people the suggestion of is if you're trying to work out what, how to like write down what you're like when you're well and when things are going okay, I say, think about what are your thoughts like? What are your actions like? And what does your environment look like? Because actually that can, so your thoughts actions and environment and if you think about that it actually gives you a really good spread to actually go hey this is what is my regular this is how this is who I am and my on my normal days right um, and the other thing is sometimes people not sure exactly what to have on this one so but they can say really clearly what they're like when they're becoming unwell and quite often I find that actually that's two sides of a coin so if you can picture what you're like when you're unwell 
and you flip it around that's possibly check in like is the opposite of what you're like when you're unwell does that match when things are going okay so have a think about right like so what is your regular what are the things you do because so for me I am someone who I'm on time with my bills but everything has to be paid by AP Uh, my dishes generally get done like the day after I make them never on the day Uh, my bedroom is never super tidy unless someone else is coming to stay at my house and I generally won't answer my phone unless I know exactly who's ringing (laughs) it's like I don't like phone calls it's a bit of a bane for my work I make myself do it for work but personal life don't answer the phone so those are my regular like if you are thinking that hey I I have to have my dishes done every day to show that I'm doing well no what is your life like how does it work for you right so that's the first section of the wrap plan so the next section is what are the actions you do what do you need to be doing and taking part in to have you feel that well right to be okay and these can be broken down depending on how you do your rap plan, how big you make it. can be like daily actions, weekly actions, every now and then. Uh, it's like whatever division that works for you. Like I always make sure I have daily, regular and sometimes is kind of how I divide it into my head and like have that because there's always going to be daily stuff, right? And again, it can be, if you think about when we've talked about Tifari Tapafa, if you think about Tifari Tapafa, like the four cornerstones of well-being, so you have your physical and physical health, your mental and emotional health, your spiritual health, and your whanau health, your family social health. If you think about what are the things you do to look after all of those different areas, there will be generally stuff that actually fits into this part of rap plan. I quite often when I'm run, doing rap with someone, supporting them to create their rap plan, I actually get them to think about Te Whare because that's a really great way to kind of input things, right? So what are the things you do every day to look after your mental and emotional health? But also there's going to be stuff about your physical health because let's be honest, if we don't look after our physical health, our mental and emotional health will go down. Just think about it. If you break a bone, you get the flu, heaven forbid you get COVID, you're not going to be particularly happy, right? Like, and if things, if whatever the physical issue is going on for a long time, it's definitely going to affect your mental and emotional health. So a lot of times people actually have putting in their wrap what they have for their daily things are things like how much sleep they they aim to get, um, how often they want to eat, taking medication if they have that, maybe it's getting out and talking to someone, maybe it's around doing something that's enjoyable. Um, You can kind of combine like some physical, some mental, some emotional, some social, like find some ways, what do you do that looks after yourself? I find for myself I have to make sure that I have a shower every day, like I don't have to shower every day, but it's a really big thing for me because I find it really hard. So actually it's a real sign. If I'm not able to shower because I'm feeling it's just way too difficult, that's a really big sign, right? So what I do is I have that in my rap plan that I'm going to shower every day because that's a really quick warning sign for me. Like I can recognize straight away. But also being clean and feeling warm and yummy, like it feels really good, right? So it makes and improves my mood as well right but recognizing what makes a difference for you what you have on your well-being list does not have to fit anybody else it is yours and that's the whole point of making a well-being recovery action plan it is your well-being recovery action plan it's not anyone else's there will be a lot of stuff that kind of looks the same or is exactly the same but it 
that's okay. What do you have to do is if you have something slightly different, don't worry about it. I definitely have some of the things that are on my well previously on my rap plan it looked a bit different like my on my what I do to stay well I had wear toe socks in winter which I would still include but I've run out they've all died like they've all like got too many holes in them to be usable but toe socks honestly they made me so freaking happy and I used to have like once maybe once a year or so I would have a soft serve Sunday that had pretty much equal amounts of soft serve and raspberry sorbet which is the fizzy kind of powder like lolly stuff and honestly it's the best thing in the world and I didn't have to do it regularly just every now and then I'm dairy free now so I don't actually have that at all but it's like having that treat really made a difference and one of the ways I help people kind of work out how often do you which you know there's a thing you want to do but how often do you do it I say how long can you go before you start being a bit grumpy or things aren't so great or your 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 strings a bit short like your your temper's a bit short and you think oh if I just did such and such I would feel better so what's that time frame and then choose something slightly less than that <laughs> like so say you realize you're really grumpy and like you're not doing very well and everything's really hard and you go oh well I haven't had gone and had coffee with my best friend and had a catch-up for five weeks so okay so don't set that for five weeks set it for four weeks or earlier right so have it that time that you need to get together to do that thing so it kind of keeps you going so we've done what you like when you're well what you need to do when to stay well and then we're talking about things that make it hard to be okay right so triggers now obviously there's been a whole bunch of stuff in the media and movies and everywhere about triggers and they kind of sometimes have minimized it or over made it overwrought but triggers are just things that make life really really hard right it makes it difficult to feel okay makes it difficult to feel like you've got a handle on what's going on maybe what it is is that the trigger is it sets off a mental and emotional symptom so for myself I have triggers around being around too many people so if there's too much noise and too many things going on, what happens is I get really anxious. And so also if I don't get enough sleep, I start getting elevated mood, right? Because I have bipolar. So these are things I need to be aware of. So what's really important in this section is to have a think about what are the triggers? So what are the things that can make life really hard and make it feel like you're not coping? And then what do you do to help you get over that, to change that? Now the really important thing here is they may not be directly related or they may be exactly related, right? So generally with a trigger, it's actually what you need to do is related. Like so say I go to a supermarket at Christmas and there's just way, way too many people. So what I need to do is actually just remove myself from the situation, right? But sometimes what you do is actually... If you do a breathing exercise, you do a meditation, maybe it's take some medication, maybe it's talk to someone, that is enough so you can keep doing the thing. So it's not actually, you don't have to remove yourself, you don't have to do anything about the trigger itself, it's just help yourself start feeling like you've got more ability to cope. So when you have an idea of kind of the things that make life really, really hard, right, so you've recognized your triggers and what you can do to help yourself when that's happening, the next step is to look at your warning signs. So this is a sign you know you're not doing okay, 
all right, you know, as my best one of my friends says, her, her cheese was sliding off her cracker. Right, there is not actually any kind of there's some danger zones coming up. So someone else called them red flags, and it's just about like what are the signs that you know you're not coping, things aren't going well. Maybe it's like so you, we quite often di- differentiate between early warning signs, late warning signs, and crisis signs. Right, I'm just going to talk in general about warning signs, and you can decide for yourself if you want to differentiate between kind of those timings. Or if it's more a case of just have general ones across the way and that they're kind of worse at some times, like they're more prevalent at some times than others. So warning signs are just the sign that things aren't going all right. You're not coping, right? This is when I talked about at the beginning, when you're talking about what you're like when you're well, this is the opposite side of that coin. So what is happening when like things aren't going well? So maybe as I said, that my room's normally a bit messy, I don't do my dishes each day, but it's normally the day after, my bills are paid, but they are all done by automatic payment, right? So there's that stuff, but like the warning signs are, well, my room's a complete tip, like it's horrible, I haven't done laundry for three weeks, the dishes haven't been done for a whole week, and actually I spent my rent money on buying new shoes, because I'm getting elevated and I'm not doing well, right? Those are warning signs. So it's the opposite side of the coin as a general rule from what you're like when you're well. Now, again, I always talk about when you're trying to decide what are the things that you actually have for your warning signs, I do it in those three sections. What are your thought process like? What are your actions like? And what is your environment like? And so if you think about that and work through that, it can make a really, really big difference. And you can put as much or as little as you want in that. It doesn't matter, like, this is for you. This plan is for you. It doesn't have to fit anyone else's point of view. And it doesn't have, to, it can have as little or as much as you want. And you don't necessarily have to write this down. If you're visual and you want to draw it, like do a collage, get some photos, whatever, you can do that. I literally had someone that they actually, their warning sign, they actually did an A3 piece of paper and they drew on it, wrote on it and had some photos that they stuck on it. Their warning sign, right, so what they're like when they're well and what their warning signs were, were two photos. So what they're like when they're well was a photo of them, it was, I think it was like a school or work photo that they got taken, so their hair was really shiny and like put back really nice, they had a little bit of makeup on, they had clean, tidy clothes and they had smiley face and it was just really good. Like the warning sign was they had no makeup on, but they also had quite a lot of acne because they found that actually when they're not doing well, they ate really bad stuff, they got no sleep, they had no water, and they always broke out. Um, they Their hair was very obviously hadn't been washed for a while, their clothes were not clean, and they did not look happy, right? So it was just a visual for them. That's what made it pop for them to recognize they're not doing okay. So the important thing to remember when you're talking about your warning signs is what do you do to support yourself when it comes up? Because it's no good just going, oh, hey, look, there's a warning sign and then do nothing about it. It's like if you're driving and you see a stop sign, that's a warning sign, right? And you go, oh, look, there's a stop sign and then do nothing about it, right? That's not going to be good. So if you get your warning sign come up, what are the actions that make a difference when that happens? Sometimes you have generic actions that make a difference no matter what the warning sign is. So these can be anything from meditation, medication, having a shower, having a nap, having something to eat, uh, like getting, being around someone, having a hug, patting the cat, 
like a lot of people have things that just feel good, make them feel better. So it doesn't matter which thing's going on, which warning signs happening, these will be good. And just make a list for yourself because sometimes the warning sign, what you need to do to help yourself is not related at all. So I quite often have a warning sign of not getting enough sleep, like especially if I am getting super anxious or I'm getting elevated. And so like the thing to help with that is not related to the sleep. It's not like just go have more sleep, Vanessa, everything will be better. I mean, more sleep would be great, but that's not going to help me just telling myself that, right? What I need to do is, especially if I'm getting anxious, I need to think about what are the things that's making me anxious so I'm overthinking so I'm not able to sleep. Maybe I need to go make a new budget. Maybe I need to talk to that friend I had an argument with. Maybe I need to do some meditation before bed so I actually just slow my mind down, right? Like what are the things that would make a difference so you can actually have that warning sign not be happening? But just have a think about what would make a difference with those. And the last section, and I think that I said there were six session, sections, and I there's actually only five. So the last one is support. So what is support for you? What is supportive? Who in your life makes a difference in your world? Who in your life can you actually reach out to? Maybe there's a friend, maybe the family, maybe there's someone who works with you, maybe there's someone, there is, there, it's their job is actually being a support person, and that you're one of the people they support. It's thinking about what makes a difference because one of the things that's really important is being able to say to someone, hey, Vanessa, it would be really great if you're able to do this thing for me because that makes a really big difference in my life. And that gives me the opportunity to say yes or no if, I can, if I'm willing to do it, if I'm able to do it and organize it, right? As opposed to a lot of people just go, oh, hey, I'll do this thing for this person who's obviously not feeling very well. I'll try and make them feel better. And then it's not the thing that's helpful, right? How many of us have had that well-meaning person do something and we're like, thanks for the idea, but really I'm not someone who likes doing that. Like I've had people turn up at my house and knock on the door and wake me up at 6am to go for a run with them because that's what would make a difference for them. I am not a a 6am person. I'm definitely not a runner. Actually turn up at 11 and say, can I make you a cup of tea? That would be perfect. But someone who doesn't like tea, that's not going to work. Or someone who doesn't like people coming to their house, that's not going to work. So writing down the space, the people who are supportive in your life and what you would like them to do, and that gives you the opportunity to reach out to them and ask if they're willing to do that. Sometimes we don't have anyone in our life that we can reach out and talk to and ask for help. So what I'm going to do now is a series of support lines. So grab a pen and paper, write these down. So if something comes up and you need someone to talk to, you know who to ring. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called. So need to talk? 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a crisis assessment team, they're part of the community mental health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. 
the next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now their number is 800 543-354 and they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewan. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 one 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 seven five seven. Now they're there. They're, if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to. They're available from eight a.m. in the morning to midnight, and they're a really great service. Just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whanau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Totoko, which is 0508 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. Now don't worry if you missed any of those contact details for those support lines. I do play that ad again at the end of every single show of Finding Stigma. So come back next week on Free FM 89.0 on Thursdays at midday to listen to us again. Or you can find us on Spotify or you can find us on the um, Free FM website, freefm.org.nz. Or find your local podcast player and check if Finding Stigma is there. But that's all I've got time for today. So hopefully that's given you a few ideas of how to get started with RAP Plan. So W-R-A-P, look up that or look up Mary Ellen Copeland and really wish you luck because I just, I love it. It makes such a big difference and I wish you all the best. From us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. 
People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.